Statistics. Nowadays, statistics is something that is looked at more than ever. Statistics is what some people deeply believe in and will only believe in, but some aren't always accurate. Statistics is something that we ourselves as humans have proved to be wrong. Day in and day out, I'm sure we have dealt with some of these, whether it be about our race, going to college or not, etc. Our next guest have proven these statistics wrong. He chose to no longer fall under that and do something with his life by expressing himself through music. Please welcome our next guest at this time, Uno Up Six from UVT. All right, so we are here with our next special guest. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. I don't know what six I like cuz UVT loud bands damn man. I don't know what time it is. <laughs> yes, sir, yes sir. I appreciate you of course, man, like, you know, being able to be on the podcast and allowing me to, you know, have you on. Especially with what's going on right now. Um, of course I gotta talk about it. What do you think about, you know, everything that's going around? I feel like a lot of people are just saying that it feels like a movie, you know. I feel like a movie. Um I wanna say appreciate you for having me, but um, with all the little lockdown and corona shit going on, I don't really know how I feel. I feel like, in a sense, it's bad because, like, everybody losing their money and everything like that. It's real bad in that sense, but you could pull something good up out of this, you know what I'm saying? You come up out of it with some, some enlightenment on yourself, you know what I'm saying? People really seeing that they could stick with themselves and be by themselves. But like I feel like on the other sense it's like it's it's helping people struggle. It's gonna people that's like antisocial and all that, uh whatever like that, they ain't really tripping them. But like people that need to not be bored, I know they going through it. If you losing your job, you're going through it. waiters, DJs, artists like myself, you know what I'm saying? We can't do no shows or nothing like that. So it's like it's a lot of pros and a lot of cons to it, but everybody just needs to follow what they saying so we get over with let, let us back outside <laughs> so, yeah. um, and I, that was actually was something I was going to ask you with is there like was there a certain um, show or like plan that you had that kind of had to like shut down or not not be the issue because of the virus yeah I mean I ain't going to say it shut down completely because like you know right now they just telling us 30 days at a time hopefully they ain't just telling us that and they already know it's like 6 months six of months lockdown but, like, yeah, we's going to do um, another UVT show because, you know what I'm saying, the first one we did, For Us Not Them, rocked it. It was, it was OC. And then we did a uh, barbecue last year. was going to do that. But uh, I was going to do a big old uh, B-Day bass this year for my birthday or whatever. Do something, do, like, a little show and stuff out here and then do something at the crib in Chicago and go from there. And then um, we was going to um, – this year we was doing a lot of – we were going to do a lot of traveling and, like, Shooting videos outside the state, mm-hmm. so that's slow. That's slowing it down. All oh, that's slowing down. We had like we had did one show before the uh, Corona had came. It was at CultureCon, yep. I think that was, and then it was like you getting prepared for this big old yeah, and I everything on the slow everything. fault. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, plan for a lot. Even like uh, Brodin was finna go to like Rolling Loud. They can't even go to that no more. They canceled everything. They canceled all that. So. Yeah. For sure. Um, I want to go ahead and get started, of course, with it. Um, where did you grow up? So, um, I'm from the south side of Chicago. Um, I started off in the um, 100s, 126 to be exact, and then I, I worked my way through the whole Chicago, being with my OG, really. Um, we done lived everywhere from, like, 87 to Vincennes, um, through Blue, Blue Island, that's the birds, through the Heights, Park Forest, everywhere, um, 95th. Everywhere, so that's I'm, I'm South Side born and raised. That's all I know. There and then I came, I came to Iowa. Um, what would you say was like something big that you learned that you took from shifting from Chicago to Iowa? Because I feel like even though they're so close together, 
um, whenever I go to Chicago, it seems like I'm in a, di- in a different world, kind of. Everything's, like, moving around me. Yeah. There ain't no parking anywhere, nothing. Um, That's good. That's crazy you said that, because I saw my probably That's the biggest one for me. It was, like, a cultural shock of everything just being slowed down. I'm not around a lot of people, and it's the first time I've ever been outside of Chicago. So, at first, when I first came out here, I'm like, everybody out here weird, because, you know what I'm saying, I couldn't relate to them because they weren't from Chicago, but... You know I'm saying? I ran into some people that's real, you know what I'm saying? They showed me the ropes. It ain't as fast as it is in Chicago, mm-hmm. so, you know what I'm saying? It being so quiet at time to time and, you know what I'm saying, it being slow, I ain't like that at all. And plus, you know what I'm saying? I was uh, stuck to, like, just a college campus because that's how I got out here anyway. So it wasn't like I was just going around Des Moines and shit like that. And then once I start, I was like, all right, it's really whatever you want to make it. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people, it's, it's behind out here, so, like, me being from Chicago, I feel like I got I had an advantage on a lot of stuff that I wanted to do and that I'm doing. Yeah, for sure. And I've always felt like that, too. Um, just because I feel like a lot of people here don't realize, like, that it's a really a blank uh, canvas. you believe that? Yeah, I, it's, it's definitely a blank canvas. I, that's one of the conversations I have with um, Adam. That's our manager. He also do the Love Loyalty Company. Um, just how you could we could take over, you know what I'm saying? Nobody really from Iowa really is on, like, done got on, you know what I'm saying? And, like, the UVT members done being from Iowa, I be trying to, like, take pride in them, uh, us being the first ones to put on the city, or not even be the first ones, but just even helping them be the first ones out the city to be doing whatever and had a name, set the bar, set the standard, you know what I'm saying? And that's what we doing. For sure. Um, why did you choose your uh, stage name? Um. So, basically... My my nickname Uno and where I'm from, that's just like a nickname my cousin gave me, and then um, one of my close friends, they used to, they was the ones like calling me that. My homie Fresh and my homie Cuckoo's, they used to call me that because they heard my cousin call it call me that. So it just resonated, and then um, my Cuckoo's the one that kind of made it resonate. He passed, and like his Twitter handle was um, I'm up, and it had six P's on it, so. Yeah. When I first was rapping, when me and Ace first had started rapping, it was Uno Up, and I used to make people spell it with six Ps, but then I just cut it down to Uno Up Six, and that just to just represent the little saying we got for Kareem. Because how we remember him was, uh, we say up like cuz, you know what I'm saying? That just represents you being up on your gang, up on your Ps and Qs, you know what I'm saying? You up six, that's a touchdown, you know what I'm saying? We always scoring. For sure. Um, I feel like a lot of times, man, because I didn't even think about that, obviously. Um, um, but like I feel like there's a lot of artists, especially now that their name doesn't really have anything deep down in meaning. Do you think that if you're gonna do a, have a stage name, like have some meaning behind it? Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, I feel like every artist name got some type of deep meaning in it. But I ain't saying like if you trying to get into it, just try to find something that got an OC meaning. You just get just get something that working that's that's catchy, stick. You don't want it to be out here. For sure. With a Buford ass man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I want to go a little bit back to when you were growing up in Chicago. What type of music were you listening to? Do you remember like the first album or something like that? Yeah. Um. Really. Um. Video games helped me find music on my own because really, I my um uncles and my mom and them they listen to rap and shit, but like they like pimps and players and like like the smooth yeah. R and B stuff like that. So like. When I was playing like Midnight Club and all that, that's the music I was uh, coming up on. But like, we had moved, um, me and my mom and my sister, and my brother, we moved to Georgia for a little minute. So uh, I was a big um, T.I. fan. Mm-hmm. That was the first album my mama bought me, um, was Urban Legend type shit. So I was a big on uh, T.I. and um, DMX. That was my, that was my two, that was my two favorite artists growing up. But then. You know what I'm saying? Being from Chicago, you know, we had our own little wave of music. Even before, like, the Chief Key stuff popped out, you know what I'm saying? We had our own little wave of music, having Ye, Twist or whatever. But then when Keith and them popped off, that was a whole nother way. Everybody listened to them. So, like, that's what I grew up on, you know what I'm saying? R&B, soul, you know what I'm saying? A little player music or whatever. And then, you know what I'm saying, the music I chose to listen to off, like, gangs or whatever. Yeah, what would you say was uh, a big influence for you to start music? Like, what made you want to uh, create music? Shit. Um, one, my, one, all my homies, really Kareem was the first one rapping out all my homies, and he had a little buzz going. 
but I still wasn't in um, rapping enough. And then I was kicking it with, um, I had just met Ace through a mutual friend mm-hmm. or whatever, and my homie Buddha. Um, we was he was at the school I was at at the same time too. So like me being bored, I'm around. You know, so I was either around them. And they rap, you know what I'm saying? Ace, Fly Life, Buddha, and them, they rap while I was around my other homies and they go to school. So I used to just be bored as hell. And I wasn't going to school. I had dropped out and everything. So, like, being around them, they like, man, get in the studio, you know what I'm saying? Because I used to just be rapping on some funny shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it, ha- it happened or whatever. Got in the studio. We made some, made some, a couple songs. We only was sending, I was only sending them out to, like, people on campus. Yeah. But they was bumping at the like the parties or whatever, and then like we was th- I was throwing parties, me and my other homies throwing parties. We was playing the songs and they was going crazy. So then people conv- later convinced me to make a SoundCloud. Then it just took off from that first first song on SoundCloud. Did like a rack in two days. For sure. Uh, what was something that you had a problem with when you first started music? Um, um, not being serious and not even not not being serious and not. A whole, not being able to do a whole song because like I wasn't being serious. I was just if Brodin was in the studio and they was rapping, I get on get on the song and I, you know, what I'm saying they telling me like you could do it or whatever, and I'm just like, man, this is some funny. I don't rap. I was never known for rapping. Growing up, I never had aspirations of having like being a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, so I love. I just always love music. You know what I'm saying? Especially like being like I said, coming to Iowa was a culture shock. So I should just listen to music a lot if I wasn't like around sure. my homies. Um, I and I. Speaking about Chicago, too, how do you think that shifted to who you are now? Did Chicago help you in some type of way or, like, kind of make music a different type of way? Yeah, it built the foundation for me. You know what I'm saying? People, A lot of people could relate to me because they hear the pain or uh, the experiences that I'm going through, but I ain't just rapping about the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Chicago made me one man, and then being out here, being out here and being on my um, own, you know what I'm saying? In a different sense, put me in another uh, side of manhood too. So, like Chicago definitely built the um, foundation. I'm rapping about most of the stuff that I rap about is from what I experienced in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I try to put like a little twist, you know, twist to it. You know what I'm saying? So that giving me the foundation to it, people people kind of relate to it. And it being a blank canvas out here, people kind of jump to whatever they feel like. You know what I'm saying? Help them relate to what they going through the most or whatever, you feel me? So I feel like that just automatically puts me in the um, driver's seat with anything I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? Coming from a bigger city. And Chicago, like, one of the most sought-after cities no matter where you go, you know what I'm saying? Not not just Iowa, anywhere. You say you're from Chicago, people kind of hitch on. Yeah, um, I feel like especially when people say you're from Iowa, um, they don't really take you serious. Why do you think that is, especially when it comes to music? I feel like because it's just not no, it's not an identity. I heard nobody has heard about Iowa. Nobody has seen somebody from Iowa on a bigger stage. You know what I'm saying? So like whatever um, mainstream or media attention is getting put out about Iowa, that's what they gon' have a perception of. You know what I'm saying? You hear Iowa, you just think of what corn mm-hmm. that's all they talk about uh, the Hawkeyes or whatever but then you actually get inside Iowa you get into like the local scenes and stuff is actually you know what I'm saying I feel like it's it's the same everywhere it's a it's a hood everywhere you go uh whatever you know what I'm saying it's people you can relate to everywhere you go it's people out here that I done met that's more thorough than people that I done met in Chicago or in LA or in Atlanta for me traveling or whatever you know what I'm saying that don't that don't really being where, where you from don't really it's lames everywhere, and it's cool. It's, I ain't going to say cool people, but you know what I'm saying? People that's real everywhere you go, you feel me? And they could be from Chicago. They could be from Iowa or whatever the case may, you know what I'm saying, come about. But For sure. I feel like that's really why. It's just not no identity, so they going to say whatever they want to. Yeah, that's true. Um, how did you feel like when you first got here? Did you feel like you were at home, or like was it kind of hard getting used to yeah, no, I want to go home. I, I was I was calling my mama and them to pick me up. It's crazy because like coming out here, it was like you know what I'm saying. I had came out here on, on like my last wheel. Like I was just getting into a lot of dumb bullshit at the crib, mm-hmm. and then you know so I got an opportunity to come out here. So at first, when I did come out, I was thirsty to come. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I needed to just get on. I had to get on. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to. 
I wasn't trying to become a statistic, you feel yeah, me, basically. So, um, when I came, you know, I'm going to college. I ain't never think, you know what I'm saying? Damn, all right, I'm at college. I was thirsty, but then I got to the college one, what I thought it was, because I never, uh, like, visited the college or nothing. I just paid my shit, mm-hmm. and then came. I never visited. So, I was, the first couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, no, nah, this ain't it. Then I met some people, you feel me? I met some people that... I really connected with, and then I, I, I fucked with it the long way. Then, like, after the first couple of years, I met some more people that was, like, actually from Des Moines, and they be doing a local scene, because most of the people that I met doing college was, like, from Texas, and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, like, they weren't really even from Des Moines, because we just come to college. So it's from whatever the college recruiting at. So at first, I was I was at a place where I was culture shocked. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't even, like, telling people I was from Chicago. You feel me? Because they just say dumb shit. Yeah. I ain't like that shit, so. I feel you. Um, what age exactly do you remember um, when you first started doing music, and what made you or who made you want to take it serious? Um, I think I've been doing music for, uh, 23? I'm 23. I, I started rapping my when I was 20, like right before my 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 23 now, so um, three years is about to be four. Who made you whatever. take it, like, serious? Um, Ace and uh, Five Life. You, yeah. everybody in you, everybody in UVT. Cause like, I used to just be, like you know what I'm saying. I was UVT before I was even started rapping. You know what I'm saying. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Like I was rapping. I was just dropping little little shit. I wasn't really tripping on it. Like I wasn't. I didn't care for rapping. Like I was, and then it got to the point where like I did start caring for rapping, but I didn't want to do the rapper stuff. Like you know what I'm saying. Um. Popping out in public, having them put your face in everybody's face and connections and all that. Because I don't really care to be talking to people, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I like to be, you feel me? So then them they started making me take it serious. And then, like, once, you know what I'm saying? Even when I didn't want to take it serious, they, I right, you don't want to, you, you playing around, I right, bam, all right, we got a show out of nowhere. You finna mm-hmm. do a show. I'm like, oh, damn, y'all really, y'all really, <laughs> y'all really serious, you know what I'm saying? Then, like, my homies, they, they telling me, like, Make a SoundCloud, put something where you can release it. Then once my mama told me, like, oh, yeah, I like what you're doing, I was over with after that. It was a rap, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I got the support I needed from the people that I that I really needed it from. For sure. Uh, did you ever deal with any type of hate when you first started? Hell, yeah. For myself. <laughs> yeah, but not nah, even outside of that. Um, I, I, had, I had some hate. Not nah, it wasn't even... I don't want to even say it was hate, cause like I don't really gotta like uh anybody hating on me is is people that been hating on me before I was rapping. So like I'll never say it was hate. It's probably like constructive criticism, uh, but really it was everybody like shocked, cause like I said I wasn't never rapping. So like they like dang, and then like to keep it real, I ain't never really had got no I never really got no bad feedback on no music. Not like I don't got people tell me like you know what I'm saying change up, but like everything that I was dropping and how I came into doing music it was all working it was like crazy yeah. it was crazy like i was getting a lot of plays not even having no followers on on soundcloud you know what i'm saying everybody you know what i'm saying playing it tell you know what i'm saying telling me not I, I went from like just dropping stuff to people requesting me to send them stuff personally you know what i'm saying like sure. that or whatever but i ain't never really had no like bad hate anybody that was like hating on the music is just like somebody that Ain't no, like, was hating on me before I was doing music. Everybody was really like, oh, yeah, we rocking with this, bro. Take off. So, like, that's what sure. I did. I feel you. Um, did you ever feel like when you first started and you started taking it serious, did you ever feel like maybe this isn't for you? Or did you always have a positive mindset? Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely, I was back and forth on it, definitely, because, one, like, like I said, like, just me as a person, I wasn't really into doing the rapper stuff. You feel me? And I was losing, I was losing bonds and shit, like to people that are really mess with doing rapper stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like rapping and stuff like that. And um, I really ain't know if it was for me or not because, um, like I had, at one point I had went broke on. I don't went broke on rapping. Like you feel me? I ain't know how to manage my money. Uh, trying to put out tapes and do stuff, or just trying to you know what I'm saying maintain. Um, like whatever I need to do, studio time, shooting videos, um, photo shoots, all this and that. You know what I'm saying? Events and all that. I had went broke on rapping and stuff like that. Um, I ain't, and like I said, like I was losing big bonds with people. Like I used to be getting into it with um my girl, 
at the time and shit, like about shit, shit, all type of shit. Mm-hmm. Like it was wild to see, and I'm like, fuck this. I was getting into it with every, I was getting into it with a lot of people because like, I had stopped doing the shit I was doing. I started focusing in on rapping. People was like, they was taking that shit as like, oh, you don't fuck with us no more, or whatever the case may be. I was like, man, fuck with anybody, got think. Especially after my mama okayed it. It was not even my mama okayed it, cause she know me as a person. You know, mm-hmm. she know how I bond is. But it was like, I ain't got nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? I'm a grown man. I, I really got a free spirit. So, feel like you wanna live your life how you wanna live it. You feel me? So, sure. I fell in love with it. Then once I had made it more of a job, and I had kind of fell out of love with it. But now I found my balance in it. So, for this shit sure. for me, 100. Yeah, um, I feel like a lot of times, especially when you. You know, you hear some somebody's story, like, they tell you how they go broke and, like, they lose everything. Do you think that kind of, like, helped you, though, like, to be who you are right now? Like, losing everything, starting from the bottom, coming yeah. back up that into you're at, where you're at now? Yeah. I mean... Did it make you look at stuff differently? It was a... It, was, it made me look at stuff way, way different in a sense of, like, I know what I'm not going to do. You know what I'm saying? But, like, as far as, like, my approach to, like, Getting to where I go, mm-hmm. I feel like it made me go harder. Like, you know what I'm saying? One, I ain't, I'm going to keep it a buck. At one point in time, while I was doing um, music, I was m- purposely humbling myself because, like, I was on this high horse, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was running up a lot of money. I was doing whatever, you feel me? Like, we doing sh- we doing shows. Everything was working for me, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I had to humble myself. So, like, that's – it definitely – then like even me putting myself in bad positions like when I did go broke or whatever I didn't have the money that I wanted to have you know what I'm saying you never really truly go broke you just don't have the money that you know you mm-hmm. can have what you want you know what I'm saying so yeah. once I had gotten that position I'm like oh yeah I gotta tighten up you know what I'm saying get on my P's and Q's and it was like making me not the person I want to be not saying like money make me or whatever but it was just like I had too much more worries now that I was quote unquote broke you know what I'm saying it was yeah. another worry another stress in my life so I wasn't even I, and I also it helped me learn the biggest thing whatever you feel me like you money come and go you can't you can't I ain't gonna say I don't take it for granted or whatever but the quickest you, the quickest way you made it the quickest way they could take you could lose it they could take it or whatever and you can get it back so like don't let that teeter totter how you live in your life or whatever sure. can't do it um, do you think that a lot of times people are more into like the money instead of actually like themselves like they don't they're not staying true to themselves especially like artists that you see that started from nothing and then they go mainstream they forget where they came from do you think it's important to always remember where you came from when you started always important to remember where you came from but also you can't you can't let where you came from hold you back to begin to where you know where you should be mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying just because I came from the gutter don't mean I got to be a gutter person. Yeah. Gutter person for the rest of my life or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm a king. I want to be a... I got to do what I got to do to take the steps to be a king. But you can't just be like... Once you get to being the king, treating everybody else that was in your situation or that's still in your situation like they below you. You feel me? That's why I, I always pride myself when... You know what I'm saying? That it's us versus them. Just like our thing say. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, if, if I got it, my homie got it, my... Sister got it, my brother got it, whoever. If I mess with you, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll pop out with, with um, like, my homies that's not even UVT or not rappers, you know what I'm saying? I want people to treat them just like they UVT. I want everybody to get treated like whatever, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to, I don't, I don't ever put myself over the pedestal. Ain't nobody above nobody. For sure. Um, do you think that sometimes it's kind of like the, the media or like the bigger, uh, like rappers and stuff like that, that kind of put a stigma to that. Um, just like you said, you didn't even want to tell people that you were from Chicago because a lot, I feel like a lot of times when people think of someone from Chicago, they don't think the best of them. Yeah. You think that's kind of like a whole culture type thing that people just put that it's you know, the media. label? It's the media. You know what I'm saying? They only hear what they want to hear. They not living out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You let let the media tell it everybody from Chicago got dreads, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. whole fucking Chicago got dreads or something like that. But it's not that case, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't saying like I ain't like telling people um I was wasn't from Chicago, like I was ashamed from being in Chicago, but it was like I was already, you know what I'm saying? Like you say you from Chicago that like I heard Chicago this, I heard Chicago that. I ain't really got, I'm not trying to sit here and uh, approve your opinion or 
disapprove your opinion or what you heard. I don't got really time for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm keep it a buck. Like I was um, when I had dropped out, and I was like applying for jobs. I'm trying to get some jobs. I was getting turned down off just off the strength of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm coming up with dreads. I had dreads at the time. I had tattoos and shit. So I was losing opportunities and stuff like that. So it's, just, it's definitely what the media portrays. Cause like I actually get into the job and they seeing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, put this customer service side on me and I, you ain't even thinking that I'm from Chicago or yeah. whatever. So it's definitely the media. For sure. Um, and I wanted to talk about something else too. When you were growing up, what was something that, you know, kind of changed your views to now? Was there anything that kind of, you know, really affected you to become who you are? Um, yeah, I would say... I feel like it was two two things. Well, yeah. Uh, I had um, I had jagged. I jagged my opportunity to uh go to a big school, playing ball, and I won't even say I jagged it. It was just like you know what I'm saying. A product to now when I look back at it, older and mature me, I say I jagged it. But back then I knew that you know what I'm saying. I was just being. A product of my environment. That's something that made me look at stuff different. You know what I'm saying? I can't let nobody trick me out of my game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Trick you out the millions, uh, whatever the case may be. Yeah. That that's something that happened. You feel me? And then like um, losing, I lose, I lost a lot. I done lost a lot of homies. You feel me? In the mm-hmm. past couple years or whatever. Like I had lost, I lost my granddad, like my eighth grade. You know what I'm saying? That's who raised me. Yeah. So, like, that was detrimental. But then, like, I started losing the homies I'm hanging out with every day. Like, they was dropping, like, flies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I had lost, like, 10 to 15 in, like, a four-year span of me being in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Let alone, you know what I'm saying, with the ones I was losing when I was in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, homies that I'm with every day. Like, you just seeing them drop by flies one by one, one by one. You know what I'm saying? They leaving them behind babies and... You know what I'm saying? They leaving behind families and shit like that. So, like, when I came out here, I tried to, like, kind of, like, shut my um, experiences with that. Like, I probably got, like, 20-plus dead people I know. Mm-hmm. Not even all just from, like, homicides. I don't been got some homies that committed suicide, you know what I'm saying, tragic accidents and stuff like that. Those hit a little different than, like, you know what I'm saying, getting killed in the streets and stuff like that. But, like, just trying to help people, like, that ain't what you want to cherish. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing coming up out of that. For sure. Do you think in that experience, especially, I know it was it's probably, it probably hit you really hard. Um, do you think that made you cherish what you have, like every single day? Because I feel like sometimes people don't really cherish what they have, and they're just like, "Man, why do I have this?" Like, but yeah. in reality, there, there's some people that would love to have what you have. Yeah, I, I feel like I cherish it every day because, like, just for instance, like it was a point in time where like, I knew I was like down on my down on my last, you know what I'm saying, bad. Or whatever, and like my homies and them at the crib or whatever, they thinking I'm just living this like OC luxurious life, and it's like I was at some point, but then like right now I'm I'm messed up or whatever, mm-hmm. and like them just you know what I'm saying thinking this just all butter and cupcakes up here, but really I'm going through it. Kind of just like made me change my change what I was doing and change how I was looking at stuff and be be thankful every day I'm waking up, you know what I'm saying? I could feed myself, you feel me? I could pay my bills. It's a roof over my head. Can't nobody tell me what I can and can't do, you know what I'm saying? It's people that, you know what I'm saying, got to live with 12 people in their house because that's what they can afford and that's mm-hmm. what they can do, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I try to always put somebody in the winter seat, you know what I'm saying? Any of my homies need something, put them on their feet. Nobody that's ever around me can say I ever not put them in a position to eat or whatever, like, put them on game anything sometimes the knowledge is worth more than what you could put in their pocket straight up you know what i'm saying so anybody around me could vouch for that for sure um i wanted to go back to the music if for someone who hasn't ever listened to your music how would you explain it to them like what type of music you do Mm. i would i would explain it as um manifesting Mm -hmm. i'm manifesting and i would explain it as manifesting my homies, like, UV10, and they say I make anthem music, like, you know what I'm saying, stuff that get people going, you know what I'm saying, like that. I say manifest, because not only can I, I'm, I'm talking about stuff I went through, but now I'm talking about stuff that I want to do, or, like, 
that I want to do in the future that I'm going to, that, and then I'm talking about the steps that I'm doing to actually do it. But I'm breaking it down in ways to where it's still, you know what I'm saying, it's still bumping. You could turn this on in the club. You could turn this on in your car. Sometimes people be coming up to me, they've been listening to this song for so long, and they just not finding out, you know what I'm saying, that I've been saying this and that in this song because, like, it sounds so good. It's catchy or whatever the catch may be, you know. So, like, like Loud Ben's Den, that was my first tape, you know what I'm saying, and the first real tape I had put out. And, like, from that tape, you know what I'm saying, it was mostly, like, really, like, turn stuff not even not even just turn stuff like you know what i'm saying club music you know i got my f- hits you know what i'm saying the free codes with me and ace like digital stuff like that so it was like that type of vibe and then for me to come out with bands given and that's like me actually spitting and like you know what i'm saying people go back to uh loud bands them and they like oh bro you was actually dropping bars on this too you know what i'm saying like that so like it kind of all come in with the with the mix of how how you want to lay things down for sure um how would you want people to react to your music or how do you want your music to affect people yeah i want them to i want them to think the best of themselves out this music know that everybody ain't perfect anything you want to do it you could do it you know what i'm saying i don't care i want you to feel like you know what i'm saying if you hear me talking about foreigns in the car and you driving in a o2 bucket that motherfucker got two spare tires. I want you to feel like that's a Maybach, you know what I'm saying? Because the next person next to you might not even got that, you know what I'm saying? They got to be putting miles on their feet or their bike or whatever. They taking transportation, you know what I'm saying? I want you to feel like even if you work in this nine to five, you bust your job, you bust your ass for this job. You still a boss. You the same person that's in a club making it rain on everybody, you know what I'm saying? That ain't have to work this nine to job. They might have scammed or whatever, the trappers or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I try to make people feel all is all of this and all, and I feel like that's one of the things that uh, this Corona thing is bringing out, is showing everybody that everybody equal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I already had that mindset, but like some people just put people on a pedestal. Pedestal. You will see a person, and they got motherfucking twenty thousand followers. You feel me? And they don't got nothing to show for it in life. But these people that don't know them, and you know them in real life. Mm-hmm. But these people that don't know them, they think they just oh almighty. You know what I'm saying? But man, everybody is. In the same, it's different tax brackets in the world we live in, but spiritually everybody's the same, man. Do you think that a lot of times people, especially with artists, and like say, say like you, you want to, uh, you know, perform at Rolling Loud or even Five One Five Alive? Um, do you think that a lot of times those 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 uh, you know bigger productions and stuff like that will look just look at the following rather than the actual music that's being put out to like kind of choose artists and stuff like that? Yeah, it's kind of like a bias. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's definitely like now you have to have like a a following to be in your name anywhere. Mm-hmm. But really, if you want to keep it a hundred, that just take you back to the old saying: "It's not what you know, it's who you know." That's always been a a big saying in the modern day world we live in. So like, yeah, if you know the right person, you gonna get into anything. You know what I'm saying? You gonna you feel me? You could be a nobody, you know what I'm saying, and decide, you could be a nobody, right, and your right-hand man know everybody to get into anything, right, and then you started to do whatever lane that he's in, he can get you plugged into anything, so, like, now you got a following based off of another name, you know what I'm saying, another source or whatever the case may be, so, yeah, they definitely go out to following, but I feel like now they kind of picking up. Nah, nah, I'm sticking to my statement. They go out to following, because you'll see somebody and it'll be like, you ain't never heard of them. You like, dang. Then you click on it, like, oh, they got this big old following or whatever. And then, like, it might be some whack shit or whatever. To me, it's in my opinion, it might be some whack shit or whatever. But you just gotta get out the grass. We kind of make the people that ain't got it easy and they not getting it off, like other people and who they know. You gonna have a longer, longer run in it. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, once you known for one thing, known off this one following, it's hard to keep pleasing that one following. That's you true. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. Um, what's something that you wish you knew when you first started, like, music that you know now? Um, I wish I knew that it was meant for me. Because if I, if I would have took the approach that I got now, back to when I was first started rapping, I'd probably be on already. But it's good, though. Like, I ain't tripping. You feel me? Because, like, to keep it a buck, when I first got in this, I wasn't even aiming to be on. You know what I'm saying? I just like doing it because... It's going around, you know what I'm saying, people liking it. I like to hear people say that they like my music, you know what I'm saying. I'm liking hearing my own voice or whatever, but I would like to know that, you know what I'm saying, that I'm was that i actually good, I'm actually talented. So I had to put my mind to it a little early instead of, like, just 
you know what I'm saying, fucking off on it, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, it was, it's more to it than just the rap, you know what I'm saying? You got, I'm actually good at marketing and, like, promoting and stuff like that. So, like, that's my lane outside of what I do um, in rapping, you know what I'm saying? I help us with marketing, help myself marketing, stuff like that. So, that and that I actually inspire people. I ain't think, like, me rapping, I have people coming up to me as teenagers and even people my age is like, feel me I, I, not even even inspiring them to rap just inspiring them to go harder you feel me like mm-hmm. that's something that really resonate with me you know what I'm saying cause it's like when I fell out of love with it that's what helped me fall back in love with it for sure um, what would you say is like your mindset whenever you're you know like drop, about to drop a new track or like making a new song what's your mindset like um tease the product I, anytime I'm like um finna drop a song or whatever so Really, I gotta like. I only like drop once a year. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be a lot of songs a year, but I get on a lot of people's songs, features, and everything. But like, I be making songs and I ask them all the time on Twitter, or Snap, or like, I won't even say it's my song. I might be playing a song while I'm making a video or whatever. Yeah. And like, people like, who that? Or, or some people, people that's really tapping in, they be like, oh, I know that shoot. Like, when you dropping that or whatever, I like to just tease it because like, once you tease me and then you drop it, bam, you get the, you get the. You know what I'm saying? It get the reaction you need. You know what I'm saying? It blow up. It's just like it's money. You know what I'm saying? So I like to, when I'm making it, I kind of like, and I don't want it to kind of resonate with what, what I just dropped. You know what I'm saying? So like, if I just drop this club song, I don't want the next club song that I'm going to drop to be a club song or whatever the case may be. Or just like teasing different styles that I could do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got some stuff with auto-tune. People probably don't even think I could do no auto-tune, but it's like some, it's going to be over their head. It's like crazy because it ain't nothing that's just going on out here locally or even in the industry. You feel me? Like just a vibe. You know what I'm saying? People not, people ain't think I, people ain't think I could rap first and then I start rapping. People ain't think I could spit like real, be a lyricist or whatever. Then I did that. Then you know what I'm saying? I could do whatever, man. For sure. I I want to go back to when you first got here. Um, how did you exactly uh, meet UVT and how do you think like being a part of UVT, being UVT helped you? Like and shape you. So, um, like I said, I had came out here um, from college and everything. Um, so, like, I was hanging with uh, he's he he Buddha is in UET too, but this was way before this and all that. I was hanging with um, Buddha, and then like my I have a mutual friend that went to college that too. Mm-hmm. His name Mel, you know what I'm saying? He used to bring Ace around, but then like I used to see Ace around, but I used to see him Ace at all at all the parties. I used to go to Ames. Ace would be out there. I used to pop out the little parties out in the morning locally. Ace would be out there. So then me and him started kicking it or whatever. So to me, Ace and Buddha just start um, kind of like making music or whatever. And then so Ace introduced me to Fly Life or whatever. Like one of my first couple studio sessions, Fly Life was up in the, and like I had went up in the studio just around the time I wasn't taking it. Serious or whatever, I had this one up, did a verse, and, and and like it wasn't finished all the way. I'm like, man, just bring the chorus in or whatever. I was like trying to kind of basically like gave up with the verse, like I ain't really cut for it. And he, I walked out, I didn't even notice, man. He like, mm-hmm. man, nah, go do that. You selling yourself short, like do it again, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. So I'm like, bet. So then I started just kicking it with them some more. So then I started paying because I was getting janked for the studio time I was paying that first mm-hmm. for like 30 hours just for somebody not to be mixing or whatever so then the money started recording us or whatever Ace and Fly Life and all them them was recording or whatever like they been had them a little sound going on then Buddha ended up going off to the army I started kicking with them uh, heavier then like it was like it was like man let's put this all together UET came about people don't and then it's crazy cause like we put out we put all us together you know what I'm saying and then, like, we still was working so hard. Like, we was getting blackmailed and all type of shit. And you know, now it's just just not, like, resonating with people. People think it just came out the woodwork. Like, nah, we've been busting our ass, man. For sure. Um, and I want to talk about, like, your first time ever performing. What was your, like, mindset on, like, were you nervous or? or yeah. What was, what, was, what was your, what was you thinking? I was thinking like, hey, this funny as hell, Joe. I'm really finna go perform. Yeah. Like, hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't this shit funny as hell. Like, these, you know, really want me to get on stage and, you know what I'm saying, talk my shit. And it, the first show I think I did was um, the Jay Foster show, Rest in Peace. You feel me? Um, and I ain't even had, like, no hearts. I ain't had no songs out for real. I had, like, one song. 
um, out with D Money. And I mean, with Fly Life, it was that no zen. So, like, most of the time I was up there, you know what I'm saying? Just most of the time of the show, I was shaking my dreads, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just cool. I couldn't even, I wasn't trying to look at the crowd, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know if I was look, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you never know if you have a stage presence or nothing like mm-hmm. that? So it was like, it was awkward for me. And then, like, when I start, actually, that would make me start taking serious rapping. I mean, rapping serious, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, y'all done activated a whole nother person. I mean, a whole nother side of me yeah. that y'all don't even know, you know what I'm saying? So, bang, I started dropping music or whatever. And then, like, one of my big let-out shows was, like, the on the road show, you know what I'm saying? I was like me coming on the scene, everybody not not they knowing who I am, you know what I'm saying? Like they know who Fly Life is, they know who Aces, they know who Vin is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Bam, like who is this who is this dude? Who is this dude out of Chicago? We don't know him, we ain't never seen him, we ain't never you know what I'm saying? So now I'm putting my staple on her and now bam, after the first one, everybody kinda was coming up to me like, you know what I'm saying, like, bro, you got a dope stage presence. Mm-hmm. So like I just kinda let that I ain't let it, like, give me big-headed, but it came, gave me another, like, push to go harder. For sure. Um, especially talking about performing now, do you think it's important to, you know, kind of, like, look good and, like, feel comfortable when performing up there? Yeah, you got to look good and perform. You know what I'm saying? It's an old saying. In sports, you look good, you play look good. Play good, you feel me? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with, with um shows, you feel me? I don't never want to go to the show and none of the shit I just wore. You feel me? Because that show was a different vibe than this show. And if I'm looking good, my vibe going to be right. If I'm feeling good and my vibe right, the show going to be right. If my vibe off by the littlest, somebody could tell, you know what I'm saying? If it's any type of tension between us as a group, somebody could tell. Somebody, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be. So if you looking good, I'm going to rock I'm gonna rock this show. Because one, I know I'm, I know I'm fresh as hell. I know I'm flea. I know my homies popping out. They flee. We ain't, none of us got the same type of drip. We all finna come down, you know what I'm saying, and, and make it happen. And not only, you know what I'm saying, is we looking good on stage, the music good. Like, people be hating, but the music is knocking. You can't deny it. The numbers don't lie. You know what I'm saying? Bam. And then not only is we having good music, the shows is phenomenal. We getting the crowd into it, you know what I'm saying? Like, we actually interacting with people, and it's outside of the shows. You know what I'm saying? People come get up with us. In real life, you know what I'm saying? We done pulled up on people at they parties, you know what I'm saying? Uh, passing out merch or whatever the case may be. Like, we ain't really, you know what I'm saying? Anything, once the vibe good, once your vibe good, anything good. And so looks and all that and the show all fall under your vibe. For sure. Um, is there ever some friendly competition? Because I know a lot of you guys like sneakers or like, you know, you guys all dress differently. Is there ever some like friendly competition? Oh yeah. Up with? Oh yeah, all the time. So like, if we got, if we popping out somewhere, and like, if we all went with each other, so like, we probably would be with each other before we pop out. But like, mm-hmm. by the time everybody to the crib, ain't nobody telling each other what we putting on or none of that. We, so like, by the time it be like the old saying, how black black people be with each other. You know what I'm saying? We we link up each other. And be like, oh, bro, that's how you coming. You popped out like that. You ain't gonna tell nobody. I be like, oh, you y'all rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, say we chilling. You got on your chill fits. Ace might pop up. You know what I'm saying? He got on some vapor or whatever. Be like, oh, where you going? You know what I'm saying? Fly like might come out. Or like, you know, say we with each other a lot. Somebody come out with some new. You be like, oh, you ain't gonna tell nobody. You grab that. Like you, yeah. I right, bet. You know what I'm saying? We we kind of take the same approach with the songs too. Like. I have some music and I won't tell them I got it and I send it to them and then they like oh so you gonna leave me out there uh, like you know what I'm saying they going crazy and like you know what I'm saying I but I see you I'm finna get back in the studio too so like it be times where like they might be copping more a lot of more drip than me at this time but like I bet don't trip I'm gonna say so I got something yeah. for you you know what I'm saying uh, they recording these hard songs like I'll bet I'm finna match our energy you know what I'm saying we always try to make each other energy and go up more higher. For sure. Do you think that they've, like, helped you, like, you guys, each other, um, build you guys, like, yourselves up, you know? Yeah, I feel like all us together, all our, all our minds together, in this sense, we done help build each other in different ways, you know what I'm saying? They done open my minds, my mind up to, like, the bigger things in life, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Not not looking at stuff the way I used to, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be, and I done helped them in ways that they could tell me, too, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to speak for them, you know what I'm saying? They have to tell you, but, like, all us together, all our mass together is better than just how you think of things. And, like, it had, it kind of helped how we run things, you know what I'm saying? We all put our opinions in it. If it ain't all voted for, we not approving it, you know what I'm saying? We all, nobody's opinion is worth more than 
you know what I'm saying, each other. So, like, definitely we all push each other to go harder, you know what I'm saying. You got to point out that nobody want to hear their flaws. But, like, you know what I'm saying, even if we do point out each other's flaws, might have a little words or whatever. Might not talk for, like, a couple of days, but we'd be all right, throw some dirt on it, you know, so we could go outside in the pool. Throw the gloves on. There you go. <laughs> um, I really like the music video with Fly Life that you did, um, Tuki. Uh, can you explain, like, what exactly goes on in a music video? Or, like, whenever you have a track that you're like, okay, I want to do a music video for this one, what's your kind of, like, take on that? So, like, when you... I ain't like, when you record a song, if it's just... If you just can't keep doing nothing but making the... I'm taking a shit face, you gonna shoot a music video. So, so like, yeah. the whole time we making Tukey, I'm just got this nasty-ass face on my face while I'm recording it. But, like, when you in a video, what go on? A lot of bullshit. <laughs> a lot of takes, a lot of bloopers, you know what I'm saying? One of the hardest things to do in a video, I swear to God, anybody anybody that rap could relate to this. Anybody, not just me. If you if you got money scenes and you throwing money, and it's you and your homie or whatever homies, and y'all got a lot of money, that is the most tedious thing and most annoying thing to do in a video because you got to keep picking up that money. And you got to count. You got to make sure you counted you counted your money before you threw it. So like, ain't nobody taking nobody else's money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Or like, if it's some awkward stuff going on. Um, you want to make sure like that that the cameraman ain't getting that in. Like it'd yeah. be some wild. Like you'll get a rough drive of the video. And you got to tell the camera like, all right, you you don't see that, but we see that. Like take that out. So like, that's what be going on in the video. Then it'd be like you got to think of what to do different in this scene because you might shoot the same shoot the same scene five times, but you got to do different stuff or whatever. So like as we don't came along, we don't develop different chemistry. Like people just know what to do in the videos. You know what I'm saying? You kind of get used to being in front of excuse me but being in front of the camera sure. and then like that's what really go on a lot of bloopers man yeah um what do you think about the music scene here in iowa uh, i feel like it's growing definitely because like i'm gonna keep it a buck and i don't want to take no i mean if you take offense to it, it is what it is but like when i first got out here in like 2015 2014 2015 um when I ain't never hit nobody. I ain't hit nothing about no rap scene. Like, I ain't even know people was in Iowa rapping mm -hmm. or in Des Moines rapping or whatever. And then, like, I know I get this, like, shockwave of um, people that I've been hearing rapping or whatever. Because, like, it took me a minute to even... And it might have been a rap scene. I ain't saying, like, it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? I ain't hit nobody that was rapping. Like, I met some Des Moines people, and they started putting me on the Des Moines rappers, like, 2015, 2016. You know what I'm saying? So... I feel like it's definitely growing. It's a lot of people out here that's in their own lane. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people kind of scurry away from the friendly competition. Everybody, like, and I put this in the, I mean, it's in the best way as possible. Like, yeah, we all got to help each other. But we all, who going to drive each other? You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to have some type of drive in them, too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I ain't saying be at each other's neck, but you should be one, like, I don't look at nobody and be like, I'm hating on them, like, I'm using that as motivation. Like, mm -hmm. dang, if they going crazy, I right, bro, I'm finna go just as crazy or go crazy. And it ain't even on no, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm in competition with you, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, if I'm, if if we all hoopers, you want to be the best hooper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to, come on, man. Everybody, I don't know, this generation south. For sure. Uh, where do you see yourself in the next 10 years or where would you like to be in the next 10 years? 10 years, um... Off back, I want to be financially stable, comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? No debts. I ain't saying I gotta be swimming in dough to run the the swimming. You know what I'm saying? Richest, just the richest man on on the earth. You know what I'm saying? I would love to be. You feel me? But I'ma aim to be financially stable first in the next ten years. You feel me? And like I said, I'm 23. I'm finna start focusing on the bigger things in life. You feel me? Like yeah, the rap cool, but you know what I'm saying? I'm finna. Every, who don't who don't want to have their own family and you know what I'm yeah. saying their own stuff to look after and everything like that. I got stuff like that. I'm worrying about owning some real estate, owning property, owning business. You know what I'm saying? Like I want UVT to just be more than just us being a rap collective. You know what I'm saying? Like all us got bigger minds. You know what I'm saying? We gonna open it up to the world. You know what I'm saying? Like you could start. You could I could start sponsoring people or uh, whatever the case may be. Like I want to own my own stuff. I got this one big idea that I ain't really even, I'm gonna just share, you know what I'm saying? I wanna mm -hmm. do um, bands and bundles. So like, that's gonna be like my little salon I'm gonna have mm -hmm. going for the ladies and everything, you know what I'm saying? 
It's a boutique. Come get your hair done. You know what I'm saying? We gonna have a little daycare center and uh, all type of shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's just the. That's just. I'm not gonna leak too much information. But ten years from now, I'm trying to own. I'm trying to put my goals that I got down. I don't want to say too much about them. You know what I'm saying? Because I manifest them within myself before I put them out to the world. But I gotta capitalize on all that. But gotta put your big boy draws on in the next ten years. You gotta think way ahead of time. You know what I'm saying? I ain't in the. I ain't into the look, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm way ahead of my time on the stuff I want to do and the stuff I've been doing. For sure. Um, is there any upcoming projects or anything like that that um, you want people to know of or, you know, just a little something that people can look forward to, especially with, with everything that's going on right now? I'm going to just say, like, right, I'm going to just keep it real. Y'all know I only be dropping, you know, seldomly, like, once a year, but I'm finna fudge y'all bad with a lot of music I'm working on, like, four or five projects at one time. I ain't gonna leak no information, just no all gas, no brakes. It is still loud season. That don't not end until I say it end. Me and gang coming strong. It ain't just me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't the only one dropping. One Bro, them just, VN just dropped. Five Life and Six Four just dropped, you know what I'm saying? Ace finna drop. All of us finna drop. And like, once once one of us drops, it's like, I dropped too. So VN just dropped. I just dropped. So go check out my new tape. A Coffin Fit one. That's VN and Contagion. That's a Fly Life and them too. But we coming strong. We ain't taking no breaks, you know what I'm saying? So everybody that's at home sleeping during the corona, y'all better get with it or get lost, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all getting lost in the sauce. You just watching. We working, you know what I'm saying? It's every day. I'm coming up with new vibes and new new ways to move every day and it ain't just with the rap you know what i'm saying like i done learn how to vlog and everything i'm finna drop some vlogs that i was shooting just while we was traveling and you know what i'm saying doing culture con and everything so like just so we could be more hands-on um what's your last message you would like to to lead to uh your followers people that are listening to the podcast right now my last message um that's a good one right there. Uh, I just like to... I'm going to go with this way. Shout out to my boy Drew and, and Tyler Way, man. I'm going to just say we hit approve, not improve. You know what I'm saying? Improve, not prove. I think that's what he be saying, but something like that. You feel me? We ain't really... Everybody just stay in y'all lane. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you yourself and you trying to do what you want to do, it don't matter what everybody else got going on. I ain't pocket watching the next man. I ain't hating on the next man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody... In their own sense, they own boss, they their own kings, they their own queens, man. Don't let nobody knock you off your square. One, two, ain't nobody perfect, you know what I'm saying? Just stay on your P's and Q's, keep it pushing, and bump that UVT, man. If you ain't bumping that UVT, that up like cuz, that loud bands, damn, I don't know what you're doing, man. Kind of behind. And that's all I really got to say. I let the music speak for itself, you know what I'm saying? I feel like this was a good way for me to kind of get my background out and let let the follow. Like, the most of the following I got... Outside of people I know, they don't really know me, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you even letting me give them a little background story. You feel me? But I'm finna keep flooding y'all with this music, man. Go check that out. For sure. Uh, where can people find you, whether that's like Instagram, anything like that, anything you want to plug, where can people find you? I'm everywhere at UnoUp6, and that's U-N-O-U-P, the number six, no capitals. You ain't got to do none of that extra stuff. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, you feel me? Um, I got Facebook too, but you know what I'm saying? Facebook for the ratchets. Yeah, I appreciate it again as always, man. Like you know, being able to be on here, especially with everything that's going on, all the craziness, and uh, I really hope people, you know, actually sit down and hear your story because I feel like it's really inspiring, especially you know UVT and everything that you guys are doing for the city. So I appreciate that again. Appreciate and, uh, you. Until next time, peace. Yeah, appreciate that, bro.